This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda Podcast, Parshas Yisroi. Hey, Dalid. Uh, this will be a short one, I think. Just an insight that I thought was worth sharing. Um, something about the the uh, juxtaposition of Parshas B'Shalach with Parshas Yisroi and what we learned from that. Um, we've been learning... Uh, Lately, I've been, I teach a uh, shir in the Sefer Amud Havoida by the Buddha Kosover, and he emphasizes there very much the concept of the capacity to accept uh, reward, basically. In other words, that the fact that we um, do a virus, it decreases our capability to accept the reward that Hashem wants to give us. Hashem is always wanting, it's about chesed, He always wants to uh, bestow uh, chesed and, and, and rewards to His uh, creations, especially to the Jewish people and uh, his, his children. Um, and when we do a veris, we basically... Uh, cut off a certain capacity <clears throat> to accept that reward. Now that can be interpreted in many different ways. It could be interpreted just by the fact that um, we don't feel worthy. So we kind of reject it because we feel like that's not for us, it's for somebody else. It's, uh, we're not up to that you know, level to be able to accept things. Uh, which is, you know, a mistake, but that's something that uh, is, is very commonly felt. And um, it, it follows from that that the more we do for Hashem, the more we're willing to accept what He wants to give us in return for that. Um, in one sense, the mitzvahs that we have to do is kind of an excuse for Him to be able to give us without our feeling what's called the Nahamad Kasifa, the bird of shame, this idea of, of being able of accepting all kinds of good things without feeling that we deserve it or that we've done anything to to to, um, <clears throat> to be on the level to accept it. So that's one way of thinking of it. But there's another way of approaching that subject of the capacity to be able to receive, is that we have to build that capacity. We have to do something that increases the actual amount of space we have. To accept things, uh, there's a concept of or pnimian or makif, where uh, there's a, a light that comes down from above, and uh, whether it's the light of seichel, of, of intellect, of, of uh, you know spiritual uh, content, <clears throat> and uh, there's an idea of or pnimi, whereby there's a, there's a keli, there's a vessel that's able to accept this light. And there's a certain amount of light that goes into the vessel and is able to be, you know, contained by the vessel, and that's called or pnimi, the internal light. But then the light that can't be uh, retained within the vessel itself, uh, it kind of spills over, so to speak, on the outside and just hovers around the the kli, the vessel, without being able to be absorbed by it. 
So that's an idea of the, there's a certain limited capacity to be able to absorb things before they just can't be absorbed and they're just uh, kind of expelled. So the idea is how do we make that kli itself greater, you know, uh, how, how do we make it, you know, expand the kli, the, the vessel itself, to be able to accept more, so that we're, we're in, a, in a position to be able to accept, you know, what Hashem wants to give us. Um, and that's constantly expandable. I mean, that's something that, does, you know, never reaches a limit, because and just as Hashem is, never reaches a limit in his desire to give, we uh, are in a position where we can receive more and more, but we have to have a mechanism to handle that. And when Hashem uh, did the nisim for us, and the, the, the level of uh, inspiration and the level of, uh, of perception that we, awareness, whatever, that we achieved on, by the Kriyas Yamsuf, uh, as it said that the, um, the, the servant girl at the sea uh, saw things that the prophet Cheskel didn't see by the Marasim Kava. Um, this is an indication that uh, there was a certain expansion uh, way, way beyond uh, in the normal realms, you know, the, the, the uh, natural you know, ability to do something. Was, that, that itself was supernatural, just the ability to perceive what was going on, to see, you know, to see something happening in that great light. That was its, its own miracle was that they were able to actually absorb that experience with Lao. Otherwise, they just would have been, you know, it's like a person looking into the sun that can't even see the light because it's so bright or, you know, different experiences people have that they're just totally overwhelmed and, and nothing nothing uh, gets it at all. We're told that even something that you, an uh, intense experience where you may not retain so much consciously, but there's what's called a Rishima, uh, kind of a, a leftover glow that is um, lasting uh, even after the experience is, uh, has, has ended. Um, so the point is that all this is about expanding one's capability to receive. And in order to stand at Har Sinai, which itself was this overwhelming experience, a tremendous, tremendous, that's why it's, it's um, explained in such detail. And we're, we're told, you know, how it was experienced, Bishas Meissen, not just that it happened, but exactly how it happened step by step is an attempt to communicate the level of inspiration and the, the, the tremendous aliyah, the tremendous uh, elevation that they experienced Bishas Maisa. So what was all of this about? Um, but it could be interpreted in this, if, uh, from this perspective that having gone through what they did at the Yam was really a preparation for the ability to be able to... Uh, um, Absorb at least more of what was going on at Har Sinai, which they also were very much not prepared for. And in fact, Bishas said there also, Hashem revealed himself in a way that was way, way beyond their capability to, to accept it. And to the point where they had to tell Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, okay, it's enough already. I mean, it's, 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 it's all, souls went out of the body and all of these, you know, uh, experience on a totally different level that they asked Moshe Mani to, to uh, receive it for them and they, because they didn't feel they were capable of living through it. Um, but at the same time, the, the, the experience that they'd already had uh, in, in Parsha's B'Shalach, in the previous Parsha, was an introduction to be able to accept the um, this level of inspiration that they were experiencing in Har Sinai. 
And the, the experience on Hasini was a preparation for the whole history of the Jewish people. It was like a one-time deal where they got this, this uh, they had this expression on, on you know, experience on this level um, to the point where we say in, in the, in the uh, Piyot Dayenu, in, in the Seder night, uh, you know, Ilu, ilu um, uh, Hamidani, I think is the word, uh, Al-Harsinai, um, that if you just, uh, and the Londis and Londis, the Torah, if you just put a, uh, put us on the Mama Harsinai, that we, we be able to have that experience, even if we didn't uh, um, actually receive the Torah at the time. So you think, uh, what would be the good of that? You know, if you're not, the whole point is to get the Torah. But really, the experience itself of seeing Hashem, you know, more or less face to face on that level, um, was itself something that lasted for all the generations and something that was uh, a tremendous, tremendous uh, historical event which, um, which opened our minds and hearts uh, forever to the, um, to the relationship with Hashem on, on such a special level. Also, as we were just learning in the Maharal, in the Nesiva Soilam, <clears throat> Nesiva Torah, that um, the Torah is something which is in essence a totally spiritual uh, thing. It's it's doesn't have a physical aspect to it in, in the sense of being limited in any way. It's not bounded by anything. It's above time and above space. And uh, because of that, it is uh, you know being relatively unlimited and not being uh, connected to the physical world per se. It. Uh, it demands a certain level of uh, involvement and participation which is above the physical world. So it comes out that the more we're preoccupied with our physical needs, our bodies, our uh, limitations, uh, the less room we have for Torah. And we put it into a little box and we, you know, hopefully we have at least which is a time every day that we you know, are committed to devoting to Torah, but really the Torah itself is limitless. And the idea of Hasmoda, which is really a, a constant involvement with Torah, is that we fill every available moment with learning um, instead of, you know, uh, the, the idea of Kviyas of, of these uh, specific times for learning is kind of a minimum. But uh, really, ideally, it should be involving as much time as we can possibly give it. So if we look at it from that perspective... <clears throat> the Torah itself being limitless, the more uh, unbounded we are in, in our attitude towards it, the more we're going to get out of it. And then ultimately, we're rewarded, uh, you know, and Mida by uh, uh, devoting ourselves to that, absorbing that Ruchnius. Then when we get to Oilam Haba, when we get to, you know, the, the, the final rewards... Uh, in the world to come, then Hashem rewards us with that uh, extra um, uh, shefa, that bounty of of, uh, of, of the, the light of the Torah, the light of the, that that spiritual existence, which uh, can only be acquired with that kind of uh, dedication. So uh, this is this is uh, the other thing is that you know. Be, again, because of the experiences, the experience of Kriyasiyamsuf, the, Kriya, the experience of Kabbalah Satoira, we're also encouraged to look at our involvement with Torah as more than just an intellectual experience. We're trying to understand something, but a real encounter 
with an existence on a totally different level and seeing what, what you know, lies behind existence, what, what the potential of existence, what it could be, um, and all aspects of existence that Torah you know, involves with itself with and all the, the levels of Torah, the Pshat, Ramaz, Rosh, Soid, so you get to the, the mysteries of the Torah, the secrets of the Torah, um, it, it opens up all kinds of levels of existence that this is our only way of accessing. And it's, it's Hashem really ser- sharing with us uh, his, his way of looking at the world and, and his view as, as, as having created the world and his knowledge, you know, all the insight into all the areas that are hidden from us uh, otherwise. So the point is that the experience of encountering all of this is, is really intended to be uh, something that's uh, really amazing. It's supposed to be something that really uh, you know, fully involves us and um, is capable of sustaining our, our uh, interest uh, no matter what. So uh, when we encounter the experience of learning itself, we should look at it in that way of trying to revive or trying to you know, be aware of just the potential of it in terms of just you know, how... Uh, all-encompassing and, high, and, and, and involving it, 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 it is in its essence. We have to, you know, we have to clear ourselves out to the point where we can experience it on that level, and then the whole thing becomes uh, something which generates energy as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, expends energy. Um, okay, so that's hopefully something that gives us a little bit of a preparation for the um, the experience of Parshas uh, Yisroi and all the uh, things that it in- encompasses there. Again, telling the story, really, of, of, of uh, how Hashem revealed himself to us. And this was really the, 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 uh, uh, the, fine, the, the implementation, let's say, of the whole desire for um, the desire for creation of the, of the world itself, which the tachlis, the, the point of that was to reveal himself to the Eden, to really, you know, expose them to his his greatness, to his you know glory, and to fill the world with his glory, and to also be understood in in some sense. So you use our understanding as opposed to just saying you know blind faith or you know leave it at that. Uh, of course, it's a necessary element, but um, a foundation one might say. But we're in, we're expected to take it beyond that and try to understand Hashem, know Hashem as much as we possibly can. You know, with, within our abilities that He's given us to understand. Uh, you know, take that to the maximum. So this is really what uh, Kabbalah Satori is about, and hopefully, uh, every, you know, all of us should uh, be able to um, become, you know, reach that awareness and that awakening to the possible, you know, to the highest extent that we can.